The Good and Evil Angels by Matt Hayes Part 1 The Empty Chapter 1 The laboratory was in darkness, except for a pool of sullen illumination from a single bench-top lamp. A lone figure was deeply immersed in copious notes, and idly twirled a single brown hair around her forefinger. The hair was pulled tense, the scalp tensed in response, lifted a little like a microscopic marquee, and then broke with a barely audible snap. Jan Crosby looked at the remnant in her hand, checked the end to see if she had managed to pull out a follicle, and was relieved to see that she had not. She sank back, stretched her hands above her head in half a yoga position, yawned hugely in a way that only people thinking they are completely alone can do, shuffled her papers, swung her legs off the high chair at the bench, struggled into her shoes which she had allowed to fall to the floor, grabbed her coat and bag from behind the door and sloped towards the exit. As she closed the door behind her, yawning again and rubbing the developing sleep from her eyes, a shrill, repetitive beep could be heard from the corner of the lab. Bloody hell! Not now! She stepped back into the room, depositing coat and bag in a heap on her chair. She moved to the bank of whirring freezers and impatiently scanned the glowing diodes for over-temperature warnings. The shrill beep persisted, and it became apparent that it wasn't the freezers that were at fault. The incubator! Oh, God! she said suddenly, picking up step and running into the darkened room beyond. Jan could see the blinking light across the tissue culture room. She donned the paper rabbit costume, familiarity and haste, making her immune to its comic potential, covered her hair and shoes with elasticated coverlets, snapped on a pair of gloves, turned on the lights and went to examine the insistent signal. It was part of a control panel, recording various parameters in a gently bubbling tank. The blinking light and siren drew attention to an anomaly in the pH of the fluid. Shit! We must have contamination. What the... Jan's attention moved to the top of the tank. It was itself sitting in a black glass box, which obscured the contents inside. Someone had clearly opened the lid and had failed to close it properly. Someone had been in the lab. Someone had contaminated the tank. Jan's mind began to race. She ran to the window. The room was under positive pressure, but the window wasn't locked. In this lab, with these experiments, it was unthinkable. Nausea welled within her. Someone had left the window open and had tinkered with the experiments. Her head reeling, her heart in her mouth, she ran back to the tank. She silenced the alarm and deftly dismantled the glass box. The media was an orangey pink. There was a slight cloudiness to it, and it had started to foam. Damn! Bastards! Inside the tank was a pink, sack-like structure. Its surface was covered with a dendritic pattern of interdigitating blood vessels the whole thing gently flexed in a stream of bubbles. The structure was clearly a covering for something that nestled inside. It clung like an exotic fabric over the contours of a tiny form, which began to cause it to stretch and writhe. Hidden in its folds, a little heart began to beat too fast. Little eyes began to roam in desperate circles. A little mouth formed silent syllables. A moment later, a whole battery of alarms were triggered. Lights flashed in gruesome parody of the panic of the form within, Jan turned off the box. The pump slowed and died. The heat lamps faded and the tank became silent. Jan poured bleach into the top of the tank, locked the window and left the room. Thirty seconds later, a lonely night watchman was woken from slumber and received an unexpected character appraisal. Fifteen seconds later, the little figure in the tank was dead. Two days later, an image of its mottled face peered out of the front page of three of the tabloid papers.